0: Linda Pinizzato. She's not your typical realtor. She's your real estate counselor, teacher, and advisor. Whether it's a house, townhome, or condo, when you're ready, she's your negotiator. With 34 years of experience, Linda guarantees that you have the real estate knowledge you need to make the right decisions. Call Linda Pinizzato at Sutton Group Quantum Realty, 416-561-7373, or visit her at com. This is Linda Pinazotto, the condo expert, speaking to you from the studio over here at the Hayes FM. You know, it, it's interesting, in the last uh, few episodes, uh, we've always had guests coming in and, and we've spoken to a lot of different guests, actually. We've spoken to Metrolinx, Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation, Carson Dunlop Home Inspections. I was speaking with Rick Cruz, who's Canada's favorite sales trainer, and he's given us a lot of insight of important information, especially if you're in the world of sales and business. He is actually going to be running a fantastic seminar, and I'm going to get him to give you that information, and then we're going to talk a little bit further about how we met. So, Rick, do you want to blast in there again? It's a fun highway. Yeah,
1: we're going to be um Highway 27. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be at Le-, Le Jardin Conference Center. It's a pretty cool building. I was there about 18 months ago. It looks like a big castle, but the facility is actually fascinating. And if anybody's interested, especially real estate agents or people in sales, uh, you can give me a call on my cell phone number, and I'd be happy to come down to your office and specifically design a workshop based on their needs. If you feel your agents need a uh, uh, little bit of help overcoming objections, have cost too much, or I want to think about it, or whatever it may be, I can help them. And then uh, hopefully, my goal is for them to uh, join us in the one-day event. But uh, I'm going to give you my cell phone number, yeah. my personal cell phone number. So if anyone's listening wants to give me a call, I'd be happy to come down and help them. It's a 587-718-4505. Now, that's a Calgary cell phone number, and that's just because I was in Calgary when I went to that program. So. I use it all across Canada though. So 587-718-4505. Thanks.
0: Fantastic. You know, I actually, I hadn't seen a very good friend of mine for a while and he kept sending me these, these uh, email blasts saying, Linda, you've got to come out to this. It's going to be a fantastic networking evening. We've got some key speakers here. And uh, that evening I actually had an open calendar. I wrote it up. I put a big mark on my sheet so I wouldn't be double booking myself. And lo and behold, that's how I met you, Rick. Yeah. So I know that, uh, you know, you had a great seminar. You had a captive audience that night. So it was, uh, it was pretty exciting. And yeah. it was right here in downtown Toronto, actually, mm-hmm. so right in the heart of the core of the downtown core so that um, so I was thinking like you you had made um i think that a lot of times do you not find that when you 're running these programs that people walk out with a lot more confidence that they had when they were coming in
1: or is one of two things There's, you when you get in front of a group of people let's say for example, a real estate office. There's all different types of people in the room the people that are in the room there the students are always the ones that come up front They're the people that grab the front seats They got their pen and their paper in hand and they're eager to learn The people in the middle are somewhat skeptical and the people in the back. I call them prisoners They're just there because they have to be there for whatever reason So it's a couple things more importantly getting in front of people It's that aha look. It's where I could see in someone's eyes where I might talk about something so simple, the proper way to hand out a business card. There's a right way and there's a wrong way. And then somebody will all of a sudden go, wow, you know what? I used to do that five years ago and I got away from that. I got to get back to that. I got to get back to basics. That's the look and the, and the, the feel that people walk away with.
0: So you tell me, what is the right way and the wrong way to hand out a business card? Okay,
1: the right way and the wrong way. Most people will just give you a business card. They'll just say, here's my business card, and they'll hand it to you. If I'm going to hand out my business card, I want to, to have perceived value. So I want to not just stick a business card in someone's face. So what I would do is I would simply hold my business card in my hand and ask this question. I would say, Linda, uh, let me ask you, if I was to give you my business card, Would it be possible for you to keep it, file it away with your mortgage, or even better yet, pass it on to someone who may be interested in owning a home? See, I asked that question and they're going to say yes to you every single time. You don't have to worry. They're not going to say no. I've been doing it like that for 11 years and nobody's ever looked at me and said, no, Rick, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to throw it in the garbage in a week from now. So once they say yes, I will flip my, not hand it to him, but flip my card over to the blank side and simply write down in my own handwriting, thank you very much, Linda. Now I take that card and I hand it to you with the handwritten thank you side up. Now it's a personal handwritten thank you that I'm giving you. It's not a, here's my card, I want a commission. It is a thank you. Right. They take the card and this is the key. As soon as they take it in their hand, you look at them and you say, Linda you may notice even two weeks from now that I wrote a personal thank you on the back of that card and that's a thank you in advance because I know you're going to keep it aren't you and you say yes and I say Linda I know you will you look like a lady of your word it was very nice to meet you and off I go see what I've just done is I didn't just stick a card in that face. Right. I asked them if they would keep it they committed I asked I wrote the personal thank you note I gave it to them with the thank you side up I did say to them after I said that thank you is a thank you in advance and I know you're going to keep it or pass it on aren't you now here's where this really works. See, when you get a card given to you, and in my business, I probably have 30 to 40 cards given to me every single week. So at the end of the week, I take my suit jacket to the dry cleaner. I pull out 30 cards. I throw them down on my desk. We all do it. Eventually, we clean up. So we take those cards and we sit beside the garbage can and we go through them. I don't need this one. This is garbage. This is garbage. Better keep this one. This is garbage. This is garbage. And all those salespeople and all those business people, their card ends up in the black abyss, the garbage can, 14 days after they met them. But the unique thing about this is this. What is it, and let's think for a moment, that everyone does with a business card that has been handed to you before you throw it away? That What you do is you flip it over mm-hmm. you look on the back if to see if i wrote an important phone number if i wrote a note Lane. or a name i don't see anything i wrote i see what linda wrote to me last week and it says thank you very much rick and i go oh i remember linda the real estate agent <laughs> yeah you know what i am a man of my word now aren't i i think i'll just bill come over here you're talking about listing your house. go see linda she's a superstar from sutton That's passing out a business card. It's doing the ordinary things extraordinarily well. And that's the difference between good and great.
0: I think it it makes huge because the thing is, is that I can't tell you how many times I've looked at a card thinking, where did I know that person from? Or where did I get this card from? Because I can't, that's, that's huge. Mm -hmm. I mean, what you're saying about the stack? Yeah, I've got a box of them. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a box of them sitting right beside my, uh, my computer, and then, and I also have a program that's a card reader.
1: Absolutely, those are great.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. great. If, but I got to plug it, I've got to get it, I've got to take the time to do it, and then I got to file it in my database. Mm-hmm. So, you know, having that on the back is ingenious because now at least I can remember who gave me what.
1: So the first thing we need to do is, yeah, well, yeah. Is make sure the back of your card is not glossy so you can write on it. That's, right, that's huge. That's, because that's, that's the other problem too, is right. that
0: a lot of times people will do the double sided card and they right. will put the glossy finishing right. so you can't write on it. Yeah. Maybe they could buy like a marker or something. Absolutely. A permanent marker. Something. You know, if they still want to keep that style of card. Yeah. What about the people that put my card? How geeky is that? <laughs> 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 if You you know, speaking from a woman's perspective, okay, <laughs> well, if way, I get somebody yeah. that comes out to me and says, can I give you my card and hands me a card that says my card.
1: <laughs> Sounds like a 1980 <laughs> pickup line in a bar. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know how you can uh, kind of use your index finger and your thumb and spell out loser? Yes. <laughs> Stick it to your I forehead. People, <laughs> I don't know why people do that. I find That's that completely bizarre. The
1: one that makes me laugh is, is this, yeah. and I see this a lot, is where in the back of the card it says, the finest compliment you can give me as a professional is to refer, give me a referral to a friend or family. That is not a good word, referral.
0: You're right. It is a horrible
1: word because if I see that, I have this vision of them calling my friend while he's eating his dinner and bothering him. And one of the things that I learned many, many years ago is never to say the word referral. When you're asking for referral and referrals are business and they're important is you don't want to paint that picture. Tom Hopkins, a great trainer and remarkable real estate agent, taught me many, many years ago that you never say the word referral. You simply ask for a friendly introduction. In other words, instead of saying, John, referrals are a big part of my business. Can you think of anybody that I can give a call to, send a letter to? I would rephrase that and say, John, friendly introductions are a big part of my business. If you could possibly just give me a friendly introduction to one or two people, I send them out a very soft letter and follow up with a phone call never at dinner. More people would be willing to give you friendly introductions just because you phrased it that way than asking for a referral.
0: Well, absolutely. And I think, too, because the thing is, is if you're considering it as an introduction, then what you're actually doing is, is you're introducing somebody who you feel confident about.
1: Absolutely. Right. That's so the key. you're
0: Yeah. So basically, the, the whole mindset of the introduction is very different. Yes. It's not a defensive, oh, what are you trying to sell me now kind of right. uh, feeling.
1: Exactly. And once you do get a friendly introduction, right. if someone gives you, here's my brother's name, here's his phone number then you must say to the person that gave you that friendly introduction, this must come out of your mouth. You look at them and you say, thank you very much for this introduction. I promise you, I will call them. You must say, I promise you, I will call them. And it's not for the person that gave you the referral or the introduction's benefit. But by saying that to the person that gave you that introduction, it sets up the most important thing the first phrase you say when you call. So in other words, now I can call Bill and I could say, Bill, my name's Rick. I promised your brother John I would call you.
0: Right. So you're standing by your word, and then you're opening the door the opening other way. Opening the door you're the, opening other the, other, way. the other way. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. like,
1: "Hi, my name's Rick Curves, and I'm a real estate agent, and I would like to talking <laughs> about me. You know, it's just very subtle.
0: <laughs> Especially if you get people like me that's on the phone. And I'm like, "I'm sorry. What exactly did you just say?" Okay. You know what? I'm yeah. sorry. I'm tied up. I've really got to go. No, no offense. Don't want to be rude, but I don't really have time to mm. chat. Absolutely. Yeah, because it is time. It's it's a time problem. So Sometimes people don't realize it's not because they they want to be rude if they're not taking a telemarketing call, for instance, or sure. they're not taking a survey. It has nothing to do with that. Maybe you're contributing elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, funny enough, I got a call uh, a few months back. It was kind of funny, really. And it was, uh, they wanted to ask me questions about condominiums. Okay. <laughs> I thought, oh my God, okay. Well, I get ask condominium questions inside out backwards forwards because of the condo owners association that I created which is a great organization. Yeah, and it's uh it's really making headwaves big time. I mean, we're trying desperately to get the word out to condo owners so that they will understand that they need to have an association just like Vancouver. Vancouver has mm-hmm. an association and it's working beautifully.
1: It's done wonders for Yaletown.
0: Yes, exactly because there was so many problems going on there. It was just mm-hmm. it was so sad. People were losing so much money and I think really Really deep down, I really do believe that the government, uh, the developers, uh, builders, uh, the public, even you know service-related trades, I think deep down they are recognizing that this is a no-brainer. It mm-hmm. had to be addressed. Mm-hmm. We have to come to some kind of reconciliation as to what's going to be beneficial for our country province-wide. Absolutely. You know, and when you're creating that at, at first it was hard. I felt uh, <laughs> you know, we felt like we're going into the dragon's den, you know, trying to come to terms. Well, I'm never really I'm uh, you know, it's terrible because I'm one of these people. I'm not intimidated about anything, but I I you know, you know when you're not intimidated but you're walking into something and you know that all efforts are being taken to maybe create an intimidation level for you, but sure. you're really not intimidated. So so now your mind, and I'm sure you've met people like this, your mind is starting to go on thinking, okay, fine. So now that I'm in this room, and now that I'm hearing comments of all different wakes of life and different professions and so on, which ones are going to see clearly that being here is a benefit? Okay, because it's not an opposition, it's a benefit. we got to work together. So I don't know what you would call that, Rick. So I wasn't intimidated. I was more curious to see... How the whole thing would be panning out until everyone. It, it, you know what it's like? I'll tell you what it's like. It's like when a coach sits down and starts looking at players
1: individually. Individually. Absolutely.
0: And then they have to look at a team effort. And then they have to think about what the end goal is, okay, in the motivation. Or it's like a business. That uh, say somebody that's starting a brand new business and mm. they're hiring people, mm. and they need to hire somebody who could have the most amazing credentials in the world, but maybe the fit won't be there. Maybe the focus isn't there. Maybe the end result is not the same, or maybe there's too much twisting and bending in order to get the, the result that they need. You You're know?
1: absolutely right. You just that type You, of you thing? make me want to go and watch Miracle on Ice. Her Brooks story with the U.S. Olympic team and the, all the controversy and the fighting that was happening. He knew who he wanted. He He, he knew the type of player and everything of that nature, but he had to fight for
0: it. That's yeah. And you know, and some things, some things don't come easy. And honestly, I've always been a firm believer that, you know, if they come easy, maybe it's too easy. If some things you have to really work for, you know, number one, you're going to go through the roof with it and your dedication, your motivation is so strong That people where it does come easy, I don't think they can ever capture that.
1: No, you can't. I have have a a post-it note on my door that Mm -hmm. I put. I put post-it note affirmations. And I have one on my door right now that I walked when I locked my door. I I mean, opened the door to leave my condo in downtown to come to do this radio program with you. I I looked at it and I read it. and, And it simply states, do not wish it was easier. Wish you were better. Because so many people go through life wishing things were easier, when they just start wishing they were better. And if they started wishing they were better, maybe they'd do something about it. To, yeah,
0: to they'll to make be better. it better. Yes, they'll make it better. You're There's not a the tree. determination. Move on. Well, absolutely. You know, and and that's the interesting thing. So even like with the condo owners, I mean, the leaps and bounds that's gone forward now over the last three years has really made a huge difference in the working mechanism with COA. You know, we're on Wikipedia now. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> good (laughs) condo owners associations on wikipedia now to me i think that's just fantastic
1: there's powers and numbers
0: well exactly
1: and then you got someone like yourself that is you know heading up this organization and not only are you working for the condo owners but you're giving them all that negotiation skill that you've had from a realtor since you know i'm not gonna say how many years yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna use euro (laughs) it's like when people say how old are you i'm 35 euro (laughs) but uh, no you're right well see that's the thing too is that you know i think that with yourself i mean the kind of course that you offer and if we pull like you know it's invaluable for realtors and if you look at it going further i think that people anytime that they get into these type of courses where it can do some soul searching and understand what terminologies to use and how it could either be beneficial or not beneficial. You know, these are important. They're extremely important. Why learn the hard way? I don't get it. It's going to cost you money and it's going to give you a ton of aggravation. You're absolutely
1: right. And it's about practicing better and having a better attitude. Mm -hmm. I mean, Canadians are the most polite people on the planet Earth.
0: Oh, they are, aren't they? They are. It's, (laughs) it's, It's
1: absolutely fascinating. And if you develop an attitude of gratitude in life, people are going to want to do business with you.
0: I mean, it's true because, uh, as you said, I mean, people would want to do business with you.
1: Yeah, they do. And uh, when people want to do business, when you develop that attitude of gratitude, when you have a good attitude about life, uh, people do want to do business with you.
0: So you were saying, like, I mean, people will. They obviously will want to do business with you because it's, uh, it's much more comfortable.
1: It is. Exactly. Develop that attitude of gratitude. Have a great attitude about life. Uh, Look at things. I mean, it's it's fascinating. I, you you know, the floods, we just had the floods in Toronto. I'm standing outside a condo. Everybody's waiting for this downpour to end. And some fella beside me looks at me and says, you know, this is the worst. Isn't this weather just completely sucks? And I'm looking at this guy, and I'm thinking, why would you say that? You've never met me before. And I looked at him, and I said, no, it's actually, the weather's great for society. And he said, well, how can rain be great for society? I said, because it wasn't for bad weather. 98% of the human population would never know how to start a conversation with a stranger.
0: (laughs) And what did he say? Nothing. He looked at me like completely confused. (laughs) That only goes to show you, right?
1: Yeah. But, you know, you you ever met that person that just walks in the room and and just lights it up? Yeah, I love it. Yeah.
0: Well, I think you and I are probably those people. (laughs) (laughs) I try to make a habit of that one. You know that? Because, I don't know, they say endorphins. Endorphins? Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. If you have laughter in your life. Oh, yes. Okay. And a lot of positive thinking. You release these things. Fantastic. Makes you healthy. Keeps you young it's an I mean, amazing
1: tool the power of laughter
0: yes exactly yeah. and and how it influences your health and welfare is is just insane so I mean you can have all the stress in the world if you don't take a moment and laugh about some things my god I yeah. mean I don't know how anybody could live life that way I agree on that note we're going to take a break we'll be right back it's Linda Pinazotto here at The Condo Expert
1: oh my computer crashed
0: oh no I've got a virus
1: oh no way no internet connection if you need help, call IT Mayday, 647 977 7113. ItMayday.com
0: So remember, contact COAOntario.com. We have a wonderful website. If you're in Toronto, you can go COAToronto.com. And let us hear your comments. We want to help. You're listening to Linda Pinizzato of The Condo Expert. I will be right back. You just hang tight. You'll get more information. Stand up for your rights.
1: the fight.